Yeah, speaking of... Uh, Free mouth stuff? Yeah. Talking about Mike's wife and mouth stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Love you, dear. Glad you don't listen to the show. <laughs> Until now. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, how you doing? Listen to the show. So speaking of listening to the show, uh, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party Podcast. Where we listen to the show. Yeah, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to listen to past episodes. Yeah. Just to catch ourselves up. And react. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what we need to do is the AAP crew reacts to the, the Average AAP Adventuring Party crew. Yeah. yeah, the Average Adventuring Party Podcast. Every, uh, every series does it. Uh. What you're saying is we need a, a you know a recap episode like a, we we all go back and past and have a Uncle Phil moments where we're reminiscing about our good old times. The the bad thing is I with Weird Swift. The I sat down at one point and was like, you know, what would be a cool addition to the to the website is a, a timeline of both the world and the party's adventures. And I started writing it down. And I was just like. Nah. This was the worst week ever that ended in a giant explosion. Yeah. Red dragon. Yeah, that's the bad thing. Is, uh, that was just a, a week of you guys. Yeah, it was. And, when, and when, somehow, whenever we all reunite, we're like, hey, we managed to break the world in a week. This time, we have two. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> So, uh, so what happened last time, you guys? Suna didn't die yet. 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 <laughs> I, I said yes. You think <laughs> that. So, Suna died. Other way to fix that. <laughs> Suna died a little on the inside. I mean, yeah. Her parents are adorable. We got a nice little domestic moment that we all enjoyed, except Suna. Yes. Um, in fact, Suna hated it so much that she ran into the arms of her enemies. <laughs> Accurate. If, if Suna was given the choice of uh, spending five more minutes with her mother and father or turning over herself and her weaponry to the sovereignty, we know which one she chose. <laughs> because she did, in fact, um, turn herself over to the sovereignty. A, a noble sacrifice. Thank you very much. It was not a sacrifice. I am listening to an old friend. That may or may not have given me good advice. Isn't this also the friend who helped heal a tiefling by breaking their neck? Um, <laughs> Help. No. Oh, oh. oh, that's right. Iacus didn't say talk. He said kill. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we're going we're gonna to pick up. Uh, Suna. Oh, you, Suna. <laughs> Suna, for about the last 15 minutes, um, you were disarmed and dragged in front of an elf who is wearing a particularly, what you thought was armor at first, but it turns out to be a, a very fancy gold robe. Um, with purple and green engravings on it. Um, he, his men have called him out by the rank of mage captain. 
And um, after they, at one point we'll say someone did literally just grab you by a leg and turn you upside down and just shake you to make sure there were no concealed weapons. Um, did that work? <laughs> I mean, they found like all your little baggies of spices and stuff. Okay. That, that you secreted upon your person. Okay. But for the most part, your bag and staff, um, he just tossed into a tent, uh, had you bound and then dragged into another tent and bound in what way? Um, they put ropes on you mm-hmm. that have wrought iron fibers oh. woven in. Like like around the chest and arms, like together like that, or just around the hands? Like they have your hand your hands tied together right in front of you, and then your arms tied to your body. Okay. And then you are tied to a chair. Okay. Um, With all the same stuff? Yes. Okay. It, you know, you guys have taught them that uh, <laughs> non, non-cold iron ropes <laughs> don't really have an effect on people who can just disappear out of the world. Mm. Um, and he has been... Uh, Basically, just pacing back and forth, dictating to another soldier um, in a language that I am all but certain you do not speak. And Ray's like, let me see if I can fix that. Let me consult the nope, I do not speak that. I am am all but certain none of you have... uh, the the high language of the elves. I don't have any languages, mm. apparently. I might. <laughs> uh, You're not here. Todoki might. <laughs> uh, however, he is he is dictating to to this guy. Um, I don't have any languages, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that, that tracks. That's, she just barks, growls, <laughs> and then bites. <laughs> that's pretty par for course, really. Um. You have a horrendous headache. I bet. Because this machine, whatever it is, uh, and it is a machine, um, as you got closer, you were able to get a peek inside. There's some kind of metal and crystal monstrosity going in there. Um, it is... Uh, it Every maybe 10 or 15 seconds gives this really heavy just chug and there's a high-pitched keening whine that is released that just bores into your head Do, is it sucking the years away from her <laughs> life no, for posterity be honest how did this make you feel <laughs> so do i notice anything in the air no no okay um you you do not. Okay. It is just like always, no matter what you're doing, um, it's every time that thing sounds like it just overrides everything. Everything. And it's not, um, if you've ever had a, um, 
just like a, a migraine spike, it's like that. Like you're you're not disabled, but that's about what it makes you feel like. Um, there is at least one guard in the tent who is sitting in a chair opposite you, and he has a uh, a crossbow aimed right at just braced on a table, aimed right at you. <laughs> So what you what you doing? Is there any type of plant or weed or anything I can see within this room? No. No. Uh, the tent has a um, we'll say a stone floor. Okay. Can I feel any vegetation under the stone? Like, your, your senses are completely and entirely dulled. That's what I figured. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to try to speak to the guy holding the crossbow. And, and just kind of, so, I thought I was coming peacefully. He nods. So, why are you aiming that at me? He looks over at the, the mage captain. Who looks at you and says, because you are a forest witch, and if you twitch the wrong way in an attempt to cast a a hex upon my men, he will just shoot you. Ah. And while the prestige for turning you in dead is significantly less, it will be enough to get us reassigned from here. Huh. Okay. So, you've met other forest witches? Yes. Okay. Obviously, they didn't hex you. We didn't give them the chance. Ah, okay. What if I just want to talk? About what? Well, I mean, you now have me. And and seeing as how I was one of your main goals... No. Maybe stop burning down the forest? No, you're a pleasant bonus. But not the main goal? No. Ah. Oh, I'm sure um, House Kayakawa would, Kayakawa would love to uh, get their hands on you. Uh, but you're not my primary goal. Why am I not your primary goal? I'm others. He looks at his men, kind of laughs a little. <laughs> yes, she's uh, too unrefined to understand how a military works. I get that with you forest heathens. Uh, you see, my orders have been given to me, so I follow them. Unlike the formless chaos that constitutes your... Well, I wouldn't really call it a society. Are you sure you're following the orders? Yes. Hmm. To the letter. Oh, to the letter. Ah, so this camp and and burning down the forest and everything is all part of the... the orders? You're... And, and I'm just like a... He... he... A bonus. He looks at his men and goes, am I not, 
Am I not clear? I... You are not <laughs> my objective. Does that clarify it for you? Just making sure that you really believe that I am not the objective. Yes, I am certain you are not the objective. Yeah. Also, you're being just a little distracting, if you don't mind. How am I distracting? You have me tied up. I can't do anything. When I asked for a peaceful negotiation. As I was saying, and he starts dictating to that other soldier. Distraction. Meanwhile, outside the camp. <laughs> There's these assholes. I was going to say, these three. <laughs> uh, you guys appear some distance away from this camp and are able to, at a, at a certain point, just walk right by a couple of soldiers on patrol. Even Whisper, uh, who tends to take up a lot of space at times. Um, they just walk maybe two feet away from you and don't even notice you. Kill? Um, <laughs> I, from our little bubble of invisibility, I'll call out an elvish, Hey, come here. One of, one of the, uh, we'll say there's like five, five infantry guys on patrol. One of them goes, hey, did you hear that? Yes. Come here. Put your voice higher and be seductive. Come here. <laughs> I wasn't serious, pretty boy. I just want to see if you do it. Just, just from out behind a tree, Geo sticks her leg out and raises, <laughs> raises her skirt just a little. Yeah, human eggs. Human legs look a lot like elf eggs. So they ah, elf legs. Oh God, I, uh, my tongue. I don't know. I I think hers elf are probably eggs. like more muscular and probably way too dark for yeah. for one of these elves. Yeah, I mean, while they're distracted, Whisper is just going to start snapping necks. Yeah. So by the time they decide amongst themselves uh, what to do, Whisper just pops up behind them and starts cracking heads together. Uh, and you know, before he delivers the final blow, there's one elf on the ground who's like waving a spear in front of him. Has no idea what's what's killing people. Yeah, Whisper just like you, Whisper is invisible when it happens, but it just like stomps on his head with just total force. Yeah, uh, there are now five dead guys. And I'm going to start dragging him into the underbrush outside of camp. Excellent. Sorry, I wanted to test the thing. And I'm sitting here, like, holding the little thing and shaking it like an eight ball. Like, ah, cool. It's not an eight ball. Yeah, so that's the thing, is uh, when you hold it up, it was kind of this, like, inky black. um, And when it moved, when you moved the the Uh crystal, um, you know, there were these, like, silver... Uh, wisps in there uh-huh. there's now more silver to it um, okay so if i move it back the way she told me to hold it just so like that does it go back more black no okay so we need to not kill things 
Because the silver's going out. As I'm watching it, is more silver appearing? Yes. We need to hurry the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> it's on a timer? Uh, it seems like it. Let's not find out in the middle of camp. Let's go! <laughs> and Todoki will... will uh, Are we even bothering to be stealthy underneath these, this thing? Yeah, well, yes. I mean, uh, to do, uh, really, Todoki wanted to test it to see if it broke as soon as we touched something. Like, it, there was really a scientific purpose on slaughtering those elves. Added bonus, we got to slaughter those elves. Um, I mean, it tracks that we would just walk into camp under this veil and yeah. just stroll on to wherever we're going. Yeah, no, we're not, like, we're not slowly going, but we're also not, I mean, so Todoki being a commander, he knows how to, having had to attack the forest, he knows about tying that padding armor and whatnot, so I'm not going clink, 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 as I'm, <laughs> I'm going through through town, so... Yeah, stealthifying a little bit, but we're focusing more on speed than absolute stealth, relying on the invisibility from the friendly bowl. Yeah, so uh, we'll say every, yeah, I think about 10 or 15 seconds, Whisper just gets this piercing pain in his head. And if Todoki is watching that crystal, Mm. every time that happens to him, the crystal goes a little bit more silver. Mm. Um, if they keep to the standard layout of one of these camps, mm. uh, we'll say there's an armory to the south. There's a commander's tent, probably right next to whatever that that uh, towering structure at the center is. Uh-huh. Um, something does catch Todoki's eye, though. He's only seen it a couple of times. Um, one of the tents hmm. that's fairly close, uh, every now and then a couple of soldiers will go into it hmm. and then will be preceded by this sort of brilliant blue flash of energy or that flash will go off and a couple more soldiers will come out. Ah, um, teleportation tent. He has on very few occasions, uh, the, the sovereignty military has pulled out Artifacts that allow them to teleport troops straight in. Okay. Now, on standard layout of this camp, are there any buildings that would be less populated or not populated during, quote-unquote, standard business hours? Um, Probably the mess tent. Okay. So as we're walking, I'll tell them, well, we can go for Zuna, try to figure that out. There is a teleportation artifact potentially in that tent or with this pulsing happening and it's destroying the crystal, we could go and turn the crystal off and try and actually sneak through the camp that way and keep it in case of emergency. Um, thoughts? Yeah. I I think securing the teleportation thing and then securing Suna... Makes for a faster exit. But... We definitely need to pick up Cheddar Biscuit and take out whatever is that do, making them pop in and out. Yes. Those those are priorities. Yes. yes. Although, to be fair, if we get Cheddar Biscuit, she might be helpful on, you know, the chaos and the killing people when we go take out the teleport thing. Uh, now, uh, also, would Todoki know anything 
about cold iron or its weaknesses? Um, I mean, just from a strictly metallurgical aspect, mm-hmm. sure. Um, it tends to, well, it tends, one, to be weak to flame. Um, if you apply consistent long-term heat to it, it is no longer cold iron. Uh-huh. Um, it tends to be pretty brittle. Uh, well, relatively brittle, I should say. Yeah. Like enough force you can just snap it. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, like a, a war hammer hitting it is definitely going to snap it because it needs to be forged and tempered before it can withstand blows like that. I mean. Theoretically. Like if you were, if you were making a traditional iron thing, yes. Yeah. Um, but wrought iron like yeah if you apply enough brute force to it you can chip it away okay hmm that's what he's thinking on as we're making our way downtown (laughs) (laughs) i didn't have to do it that time (laughs) i figured i'd help out with the puns every once in a while every once in a while (laughs) well you you let us know when you get one in and yeah yeah, we'll, we'll can some laughter um so which way are you guys heading? So where would they keep Cheddar Biscuit? Um, probably in the commander's tent. Um, or center of the camp is most likely. They'd want easy access. Is that accurate information? So Yeah. And what kind of security are, are we looking at on the teleportation tent? Um, what would I know of standard procedures? I know that it's... Very like rare. specifically, it probably won't be guarded. Okay. Because um, nobody would be dumb enough to uh, sneak into the middle of an elvish <laughs> camp and correct fuck with it. Yeah, that's why most like the the assumption by most sovereignty troops is that you know these are not sentient sapient people; they are dumb animals. And so they can't read, they can't write. So that's why, like, a lot of elven orders are just out in the open because yeah. everybody assumes they can't. Um, that that was like your unit's standard, standard operation yeah. procedure was like you don't need to guard a thing in a camp because clearly they're not smart enough to come into the camp and do anything with it. How close are these two uh, two objectives in this camp? Um. Not super close, but... Uh, yeah, they're maybe like 50, 60 feet away. Do we want to recover the artifact, or we do we just want to destroy it? Well, let's recover it first, and we have the option to destroy as we go, because we might be able to use it... To get out? To get out. The problem with us taking it with us is if anyone's popping through on the other end, guess where they pop through it? <laughs> A bag of holding? Well, wherever wherever this item is, so... If only we had a bag of holding. Um, actually... I'm sure that would be an unpleasant time. I'm sure there's a well somewhere here. Um, we may not even need to destroy it. Just toss it down a well. <laughs> Teleport in. And drown them in the well? Yes, yes. Uh, no. Um, honestly, we probably need to destroy it. Um, because I have four heat... Seeker crystals. All right, so let's go destroy the artifact first, 
create a commotion, um, slip over to the command tent and see if we can use that commotion to infiltrate and... Um, snatch and run. Snatch and run. And kill on a way out. Yes, yes. So we'll make our way to the artifact tent. So Suna, mm-hmm. um, the the mage captain mm-hmm. has uh, finished his his dictation and has sent his uh, we'll call him a squire for the moment. Sent his squire off with a a sheaf of letters. So I know I don't understand the language, mm-hmm. but is there a particular word or phrase that he was repeating often that I could sit here and say over and over in my head to ask him about when I get out of here? Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, what I will say is, like, if you're if you were close enough to see what he was writing, um. You recognize some of the words off of your wanted poster that the the sovereignty uh, sent to the caldera. Uh-huh. Um, so words like witch and box, you know, you know those words. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so, so I guess there will be no talks, negotiation, nothing. Oh, we'll be sending you to negotiate with. The emperor's in person very soon. Oh, so you're going to have me travel? Yes. Ooh, isn't that risky? No. No? Absolutely not. Traveling through the forest, you know, I mean, I know it pretty well. Yes. Yes. So that's not risky? No. Hmm. Interesting. I see the confusion on your little face. Yeah. And then he just... You don't want to clear it up for me? No, I think it will become quite apparent here in just a moment. Ah, okay. So, what is it you were doing? Besides burning down my forest. Preparing you for travel. Okay, what are you doing in the forest? (laughs) Burning it down. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of looks around. I feel... Perhaps these creatures' capability for communication was vastly, vastly overestimated. I, I, I thought I was, I thought I was particularly clear in what we were doing here. Yes, I'm not your objective. You were burning down the forest. What, what else? I mean, why are you burning down the forest? Because I mean, at least tell me there's a good reason. Your people are in it. Oh, so you just want to massacre a species? No. No. You just want to burn down a forest and kill everything inside of it? Yes. For a reason? Yes. To take over the land? No. Because this land is pretty good. I feel like we're just going in circles here. Is the crystal ready? What what crystal? Uh, at which point, the you know that one of the soldiers pokes his head in and says, "I'll I'll go check." So, what about some food? Can I get some food? 
You know, mm, the whole I don't think that prisoner, will, take care of me. I don't think that will be relevant in a very little while. How will that not be relevant? And while You're Suna, not gonna kill me. While Suna is, you know, arguing back and forth. Um those uh, those of you who are in the tent, um there is sitting on a pedestal a large um it's probably about the size of Whisper's head. Ooh, that's big. Yeah, it is a, a He's got a big old mushroom head. It is a, a like toad from Mario Kart. Uh, it is a Nintendo, not a sponsor, but you could say that things are getting kind of stormy. Uh, well, now's my chance to change this. That you're not teleported. You travel on a rainbow road. Um, no, there's on this pedestal. It's this giant, craggy chunk of blue rock. Um, a soldier comes in. And he has a literal armload of uh, message tubes. And he runs up and starts like trying to shuffle them around so that he can put both of his hands on it. And... Tadoki is going to... Yuck! Yeah. This poor guy. <laughs> so, can't even defend himself. Uh, just, just shanked right in the ribs. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Like, shanked dead? Yes, Shank dead. But I'm going to catch him before he, like, crashes down. Yep, you, Get those message tubes. And, and very gently put him down. Uh, I'll grab the tubes. All right, guys. Get to breaking the rock. We need the distraction. So he's going to be missed soon. Yeah, you, you, you get him out of the way. Uh, clear the message tubes after... About a minute or so, another soldier like pokes his head in the tent, looks around, and then leaves. Uh, Suna, that soldier, comes back, pokes his head into your tent, and says, uh, Your squire is uh, successfully left, so the crystal is ready. Um, <laughs> like, Did we just sit on him or something? At, at which point, the, the guy with the crossbow keeps the crossbow on you, and the mage captain grabs you by the rope. Uh, goes to yank you to your feet, realizes you're still tied to the chair, and just takes a knife and cuts your bindings from the chair. And I'm the dumb one. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll let the emperor decide uh, the state of your intelligence himself. You just tried to make me walk with the chair. He twists the rope up a little bit to keep you on your tiptoes mm-hmm. and starts walking you into another tent. You're lucky he's not dragging you at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like a cat on a leash. Yeah, at, the, at this point, uh, he's got a hold of you. You walk into a tent. Um, are you three trying to break the, the rock? I yeah. would start planting those heat seeker crystals on it. Okay. The craggy bits. But yes, we were enacting plan fuck up the rock. <laughs> the um, highly thought out and uh, a fine plan. So, so while while uh, Giovanna is planting those little heat seeker crystals, um, before you two can start swinging on it, the the flap opens. Uh, Suna is marched in, uh, held you know by a by a guy. Uh, there's another guy with a crossbow, and the uh, the soldier who's who held the tent flap open lets it close and walks away. <laughs> oh, perfect. Have fun. <laughs> Whisper comes up behind the one with the crossbow and 
Um, I'm not twist and pop. The interrogator. I'm not attacking him because she's doing that. I'm gonna cut the rope um, that he's holding her by tiptoe. Like yep. I want Suna to be free before I try to attack him. So Suna, uh, you hear behind you, uh, snap, and you uh, feel something pass right behind you. Your the the big rope binding your arms is cut free. Your hands are still bound. Um, the the mage captain, you know, swears, pushes you away from him and pulls out a wand to level it at you. Giovanna, if you will, please. Okay, I'm gonna like take my sword and smack it against one of these your crystals and dive for cheddar biscuit. Right. Um, as we see her doing that, or as I see her doing that, I'm gonna dive for cover as well. <laughs> and Whisper's just gonna go slop <laughs> <laughs> into the ground. So uh, Giovanna hits these crystals. There's a uh, just this arcane wine as one after another, they start building up. Uh, you guys hit the deck and there is a flash of blue light. When you look up um, everything, so she planted those crystals about the halfway point on that, that rock. Everything from that point up, including the tent and surrounding area <laughs> is gone. Uh, there, what about what about the mage captain? There, there is uh, the lo- the lower half of a mage captain standing there uh, that quickly falls over. And soon as probably all blurry now because I'm like halfway on top of her. Uh, how, how large of an area as we poke our head back up? It seems to have affected only this tent. Okay, but the minute it it happens, uh, a bunch of soldiers start yelling and running that way. Uh, do, do they see us? Uh, they do not appear to see you. Run! <laughs> um, um, staff, staff and bag. Grab. Staff and bag. Where are they? I'm like, putting you from my shoulder and running with you. I'm like, okay, where are right. they? They are, they are in the commander's tent. Yeah, the, the command tent over there. Boys, over there. do your thing. Bring them get our shit. Okay. Um, if y'all step away from yeah, him, I was gonna say I'm I'm gonna go with them because I'm I'm the eight bowl guy. <laughs> Whisper is going to uh, after which it looks to be about halfway gone. By the way, uh, we need to hurry. We're halfway there. Did the uh, <laughs> did the wand get dropped by any chance? Uh, the wand is no longer there. Okay, <laughs> it was probably okay. It was half half. <laughs> Whisper is going to be the distraction. Okay. And is going to suddenly is going to slip away. He's gonna recorporealize, like come out of the ground and just start like going going completely mushroom shit on these guys. And uh just like lashing into them with everything that they've got and just full on no self-preservation. Uh, kill as many as possible. All right. Lead them away from the exit. <laughs> um, so, Whisper disappears into the ground um, from somewhere over on the opposite side of the camp. Um, you see one of the wooden guard towers just start collapsing. Oh, shit. And it's a mecca. 
and you start hearing men screaming, uh, including one guy who gets tossed up about 30 feet in the air. Um, oh, it's Calvary. Could uh, be. A couple of them start making breaks for the, um, the large armors parked at the, the back of the, the camp. Um, you know, we can go get your staff. That's very important. Or we can run and get those big armors first and use the armors to get your uh, staff. Your choice. You really want the armor, don't you? No, I just don't want to fight the armor. It's easier to kill the guys before they get in the armor than otherwise. Are we we close to the armor? Look, I think there's plenty of chaos going on. If you want to go run and go take care of that, I can handle it. Let's get the tent. I was going to say, we need to find one of these guys that is, you know, a little higher in rank alive and take him with us so we could question. He's got all the two uh, I got all their messages. I know what they're uh, planning can, on doing right now. But we can read them later. Uh, more than likely, all those messages are just saying we caught the witch. That's an awful lot of copy so, and paste there. So you guys get into the tent, the commander's tent? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to run up to it and use my, um, where'd it go? The... Ice whip thing? Mm-hmm. Just split the, up the back and just run right in? Yep. So you, you run in. Um, so there's all his personal belongings. There's Suna's stuff over there, basically at the end of his bed. Um, he has. What was he planning on really? fucking doing? I was going to say. It's his tent. He sleeps there. Well, pretty much, uh, Tadoki knows that he was going to claim her stuff as spoils of war. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to toss. And, and on that note, I'm going to take his stuff as spoils of war. As spoils of war. I'm not going to toss that's, Suna onto the bed so she can grab her shit. That's fair. Um, Eat the fox. On one side of the tent is that. On the other side of the tent are um, effectively baskets that are stacked full of missives. Um, there is a gigantic map of the enchanted forest and you've marked on your map, the location of this base. Yeah. Um, there are four others. Well, shit. There's one to the North, um, one to the South in the foothills, Mm -hmm. one to the West, right on the coast. And then one that would basically be the closest point to six way, Mm. which is the sovereignty capital city. Um, and they are, they are forming a, uh, just a cross basically. Um, and this one is running. The, the others have, um, some notes scrolled, like pinned to the map, mm. that they are not quite running yet. Okay. Like men and supplies have been uh, been moved there, but uh, they're not quite functional. This was the first one. I'm going to yoink it, roll it up, shove it down my shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they're gathering up her stuff, is there just any... Any missives or anything on the desk or anything? Anything that I can quickly glance yeah, through to see if there's anything really important? He's got some personal notebooks. Okay. 
um, and journals, things like that. Blackmail. Is is um, that thrumming thing in this tent? No. No? That is, like, if you peek out the, the front, mm-hmm. um, there is maybe a 20, 25-foot gap, and then there's that machine. Hey, Cheddar Biscuit. Yeah. What's that? I don't know, but it hurts every time it whistles. So you want it destroyed? Yes. Sweet. Actually, let's figure out how to destroy it, because I don't know that we know how to destroy it. I mean, I was going to apply fire. Fire usually works. Yeah, yeah. Fire's a good idea. Give me just a couple more minutes. I'm checking which ones are important. I'm stuffing the missives. And and by minutes, I mean few seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm making sure that when the way is clear enough, I'm going to, so I can dart out there real quick. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to do that while you're grabbing stuff, or do you want me to wait till you're done? Uh, we just we're good to go. I'm okay. Just quickly shove whatever I can in my bag. Yeah, Todoki's messenger bag is now just <laughs> stuff. I look like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, don't drop that, pretty boy. Uh, you you three run out and into this stone and wrought iron building. Mm-hmm. Um, inside is a crystal and wrought iron machine. Um, it has hundreds of gears in it. Um, and it just seems to be pulling something up out of the ground, which is deposited into containers. It's whatever that fuel was that was being used to burn. Oh, oh flammable liquid. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, is there anybody in this room? No. Okay, good. Maybe you guys want to, you know... Get- Every, everybody seems to be concentrated over there on that side where something is uh, wrecking... Stamping its way through. Yes. Re- wrecking house. Well, I'm going to take some samples of... Or a couple handfuls full of whatever that is, that fuel that they're making. Mm-hmm. Shove it in my bag. And then I'm going to shove my bag at, let's see, Suna. Because she has, probably has the less stuff. <laughs> shove these two closer to the door, climb on top of this thing, <laughs> and shove my sword into it, and and do white flame blade on it. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it doesn't appear to be uh, flammable, but when you jam your sword into it, um, you pierce through the first layer of wrought iron, uh-huh. and you hit the biggest gear. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do that, just teeth snap off of it, mm-hmm. which starts this cascade of teeth snapping off all the different gears. Um, it, I, I just want, you know, waves of fire find something eventually to... Yeah, it starts building up uh, pressure, very much like you saw with those individual tanks, mm-hmm. and starts spraying that, that um, fluid out in this fine mist mm-hmm. that burns your skin wherever it touches you. Mm-hmm. Um, whisper, as, uh, you know, you've taken down 30 or 40 of these troops, uh, you know, he's just got arrows sticking out of him. Uh, at, at one point, like, he goes to raise his hand, and there's just a spear stuck through it. Um, he turns, and those two of those large armors stand up, and start stomping towards you with hands out. The ground is uh, turning to glass where they step. And right as one gets to 
within range of you that you can feel that heat. Um, all of uh, all of that like deadened sense that you had just disappears, and you are able to feel the forest shadow again. Poof! Yeah, whisper <laughs> disappears. Suna, you are likewise able to feel it. Is she near me, or is she still on? Her? I'm still on top of the. You're thing. still on top of your thing. Um, hey, Geo, come here, come here, come here. T- touch my hand. I'm gonna use my sunlit halo to float down to her. And yep. I'm just going to grab them two and poof. So right as uh, Giovanna sprouts these wings made of sunlight, the air behind her catches on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Most badass exit ever. <laughs> there, There is the, the start of an explosion. And uh, Suna and Todoki and Giovanna disappear into the forest shadow. How big is this explosion going to be? That's a good question. Yes, I might have just ruined the forest a little bit. If it takes down those mechs? Yes. Uh, the greater good. <laughs> greater about the death toll. Where? Um, sometime later. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Even Whisper, uh, who's probably the first one to wake up. You are in the forest shadow. Um, a, a few seconds after you appear there, Suna, Giovanna, and Todoki just come flying out of nowhere, smash into the ground, and go unconscious. Whisper immediately goes over and makes sure that they're all all right and starts like putting them into what he thinks are comfortable positions, <laughs> which, you know... He, Whisper has seen them all sleep, so... Uh, He's pro- mostly right. <laughs> he, he probably thinks, okay, Giovanna is the big one, so... Uh, uh, Giovanna and uh, Todoki are going to be, like, the bottom pillows, and Suna's <laughs> going to be, like, curled up in a little, like, sleeping fox position on top of them. There, yeah, there's got to be that moment where... He he grabs Suna and like places her on top, and she doesn't automatically curl up like she normally does. So he takes the time to, act- yeah, actually arrange her. And there's like spend some time adjusting her tail. And there's like, well, the tail's wrong. Hold on, and adjusts the face, <laughs> and then has to adjust the tail some more. Um, and then like lifts up Giovanna's arm, puts it over <laughs> Suna. Uh, Giovanna's just kind of sprawled there. Uh, yeah, when they come through, they're all. Uh, smoking and it says when just a tiny bit yeah uh i don't think that my life blooms can heal them right no uh, in fact they're probably actively poisonous so i probably <laughs> i'm probably not actually going to try to use any mushroom stuff on them but might look through their stuff see if there's any like healing stuff mm-hmm. what, what do you guys have in your pockets a lot of elven missives. Some fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, I don't have any healing potions. Me either. either. So. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing yeah. you recognize as magical. Hmm. I mean, well, unless nothing. you know how to set off my armor. No, fortunately, he does know some people who can heal us, though. Mm. Yeah. So. 
uh, I guess at this point, Whisper is going to uh, let them rest for just a little bit, keeping out watch, making sure that nothing... Mm-hmm. The giant uh, panther-looking thing is inside Kamitas. Yeah. And then eventually at one point is just going to uh, kind of slough into the ground and then rise up, like carrying all three of them in the same position, just like with these massive tree trunk arms, and is going to take them to Suna's parents' house, which is the last safe place that he knows about. So as Whisper starts walking the the group in his arms, just walking them away. Um, I love playing a, uh, a <laughs> monstrosity that can just do shit like that. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll say Suna... Uh, wakes up first. You're being carried. What? 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 Are, what is going on? Where? What are you doing? Whisper uh, sends a uh, image to Suna of giant explosion and question mark. And all of us back at uh, Nayoto and uh, Yoshi Yuki's home with. Uh, Whisper doing the dishes instead of Suna. Why are you taking me home? No. Tadoki and Giovanna, you wake up to Suna going, no, no, no. Why no, Suna? Cheddar bis. Why are we going home? Why are, why are we going Ow. to my home? Why are we alive? I'm... Uh, that, that's, that's not really I have a, a question. I have a full body sunburn. I would like that to stop. So Whisper decides that everyone is now going, uh, and I guess Suna has to do this on her own, but but uh, is going to take us, take everyone out of the forest shadow, s- minimum safe distance from the the camp. So just for a second, when uh, when Whisper concentrates to try and go out of the forest shadow, he cannot. That connection to the natural plane is not there. Whisper sends an image of a massive, uh, lifeless crater, which is not in very good detail because Whisper doesn't know. But Whisper suspects that there is no life left there. Not even, not even, you know, plants in the dirt. Not even like bugs in the dirt. It's just gone. Okay, so. Maybe we should keep moving and see how how far so, we get. While y'all are having this conversation, uh, go ahead and make me perception type checks. 21. Nice. Adding the survivalist. Wisdom. Do we add our level to it? Yes. Or is it okay, so okay. 25. Nice. 27. 16. Eight. I am distracted by the full body sunroom. <laughs> so, uh, Suna and uh, Whisper, you two can feel uh, like normally you'd be able to sense life on the other side. Um, it's not so much as there's nothing there. It's just that there is no connection whatsoever. Um, so you can't tell if there's anything on the other side, no matter which way you travel. And also, when you travel normally, you think about where you want to go, 
and you are able to instinctively navigate, you cannot. Um, Tadoki, what did you, what did you get? Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, to you, it seems. I think I've described it before as being slightly dim in mm-hmm. here to you. Um, kind of like there's a hazy blue filter over mm-hmm. everything. It seems much darker in here now. Um, Giovanna, what did you get? I got an eight. You got an eight. I see nothing. So, uh, actually, quite the opposite. The fuck? Aha. Challenging your expectations. Um, <laughs> yeah. While, while the three of you are concentrating on the... the uh, perhaps arcane implications of this explosion um, and ruminating upon your surroundings. Giovanna has actually stopped to look at the surroundings. Um, and we're going to say sitting over there kind of in uh, pounce ready mode is one of those displacer beasts Um you are you are able to clearly see it mm-hmm. um, due to its shining golden eyes, and it has its tentacles up and ready to to pounce on you. And I think that's where we'll we'll call this episode. Fluffy. I don't know what we'll call it. Kitty. Kitty. But we'll call it there. Elf eggs. No. Okay. Um, so you guys got anything? A new pet. Yeah, maybe? Yes, let's go with that. Definitely 100% a new, brand new pet. You know, uh, it's like that video, come here, kitty, and it's a little baby bear. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Come here, kitty. (laughs) And that's when he knew. (laughs) He (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) Speaking of fucked up. You can sponsor F-Bombs. Yes. And you should. You got somebody in your life who uh, you would like some professional fucksman to... to... We'll fuck them for you. <laughs> that we will. Uh, we'll put info in the show notes how to do that. Uh, That's get... what Galdrian was before he was an adventurer, professional fucksman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, actually, in the note, I, uh, pref- I refer to you as professional curse mongers. Well, you know, the title of this... Uh... This could be called Boomtown because, you know, one, the town went boom and Oops. we're p- professional fucksmen. We go to Boomtown. There you go. Hmm. So, so speaking <laughs> of... Fucksmen go to Boomtown. There's your episode today. <laughs> so so uh, speaking of things ending with a bang, uh, that's all I got. So if you guys don't have anything, we'll uh, see you guys on the next episode. <laughs>